0: There will be no real non-controlled currency in the world. Defense,
1: baby, baby,
0: baby. We're coming for you, banks.
2: Bitcoin is punk rock. Deal with it. You split,
3: we bankrupt you. So do you use like you want to pay for things or not? No.
2: Bitcoin cash would be seen as more of a threat to the United States hegemony than Bitcoin
1: Miles Town
0: what's your favorite kind of money um, Bitcoin cash Cash podcast following Bitcoin cash on its rise to global reserve currency this is episode number 40 Bitcoin and the World Economic Forum featuring George today is Saturday the 26th of February 2022 and my guest busy adjusting his microphone <laughs> He's a long time and very good mate of mine, a very early uh, Bitcoiner and an Australian expatriate as well. Welcome to the show, George. How are you doing? And how did you get into Bitcoin? I'm I'm doing well, man. Um, you got me into Bitcoin. That's, yeah, that's... I was gonna ask do you. Remember the first? I remember the first uh, trend? Yeah, yeah.
4: No, I I think I remember sitting on your couch. That's... You were really hyped up. I think it was like eleven o'clock at night yeah and you were sending me some i, I downloaded like mycelium wallet i think, I think it. it was multi-bit well i was oh, using anyway. multi-bit
0: you might have had uh it was on your laptop right like we we didn't i don't think it was even mobile wallets it was literally i had the multi-bit uh client and you did too i think
4: yeah i'm not, I'm not sure well yeah I, I i assume it was on phone
0: but yeah maybe
4: anyway it was a while ago yeah i do remember yeah
0: early 2014
4: right that was uh that was a long time ago (laughs) yeah
0: a lot has changed a lot has changed since then in uh in crypto and the and the world and just yeah for the listeners so in that last in that amount of time you know how much how much do you follow bitcoin right obviously you hear me spouting off about it like all the time (laughs) you, you know are you regularly involved in the scene yourself would you say or
4: i i'm definitely not i mean i was I was definitely like very interested in it uh you know 2014 2015 and then uh you know the price wasn't doing much you know once you've kind of read some of it you don't really need to read it again and uh it kind of dropped off um yeah so I haven't really paid much attention to it other than what you've been telling me so yeah I don't really follow it religiously or anything like that yeah yeah but uh, obviously I'm I'm up to date with the uh, <laughs> Bitcoin cash, Bitcoin, the situation, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've definitely had over the years, we've we've had a lot of incidental stuff with like, you know, giving mates crypto and there was those Bitcoin ATMs in Australia that were really big for a while. We definitely uh, tried to use some of them (laughs) and then they all vanished because Bitcoin ATMs is a terrible business model, uh, at least in Australia and probably in most places in the world uh yeah i don't know it's been it's been it's been a lot of things now but here we are in 2022 uh yeah what eight years later anyway first up today this week i've got i'm gonna make an announcement i will post the link for this uh you know after the show and it'll be in the description but luke Pryor and i are hosting a bitcoin cash meme competition <laughs> we thought the community could just use a bit of uh entertainment and what's more entertaining than people competing to win money uh basically so uh there's going to be three prizes 750 milli milli bch 325 milli bch and 175 uh, milli bch for the first uh, top three as judged by luke and i uh so that's going to be on episode 42 so this is episode 40 so it won't be the next one it'll be the one after So there's time for everybody to, you know, get their submissions in the deadline will be on the 10th of March. So you've got like more than two weeks, got plenty of time to, uh, get on and do it. But there is a document with all the, uh, rules and, uh, guidelines and conditions and everything. And I will tweet that out. Afterwards, so I, I'm actually think I might have to ban you from competing, mate. It would be a conflict of interest, I think, if you got a submission I, I'm, in. I'm
4: probably not going to put a submission in, but there you go. Okay, well and it, meme review with the boys. Yeah,
0: so maybe you can uh, give, <laughs> give me your opinion on on what you think is the funniest. But uh yeah, you know, it's basically just completely up to us as to which ones we like or don't like. Is pretty much the guidance, but uh, it'll be funny for the community anyway, and. There is, yeah, like uh, you know, nearly like uh 1.5 BCH on the line. So from spending 20 seconds making a meme, that's uh, that's pretty good value for money uh if you end up if you end up getting uh getting in the mix there. All right, so the uh price recently, the market kind of a bit bearish. It's down a little bit earlier today, about $315 USD per uh BCH. One BTC buys 122.5 BCH, so BCH is slightly up in that ratio. But all this week, it's been uh, BCH has been between rank 28 and 24, and it just kind of comes to this theme that I say uh, a little bit that you know, in a bear market, BCH does better than you'd think because the other coins kind of slowly drop away as. Uh, market like washes out and some of the coins bits a scam yeah or don't have as much of a real community they kind of uh drop off but bch is you know seemingly always in a bear market so it's kind of got natural uh resistance to that but yeah i mean you said you don't really follow it all as actively do you follow the price much how do you deal with the volatility and all that
4: i uh i don't follow price
0: at all really um i've kind
4: of got some got some bch bch stashed and uh yeah i just kind of don't really look at it don't really uh unaffected <laughs> <length>. <laughs> i just don't look at it at all i mean i've got some b btc as well so yeah i was gonna i, ask, I, I do don't look at either
0: what's your other coins do you have it do, do you have any on do you have some ethereum
4: i got uh got a bit of btc got a bit of bch a little bit of ethereum um only still Bru- pretty hype on them for a while still lumens i think i bought like 50 bucks like back in like 2017 18 something like that that was uh that was a bad decision but anyway <laughs> i don't think they've done anything <laughs> anything <laughs> good um got some doge bonk i'm in there you know oh yeah a bit of bonking with the breeze i i think that'll come good i'm uh yeah i'm pretty pretty bullish on doge bonk <laughs> Uh what else? I got some uh it's like, was it XRP, something like that? Yeah. XRP, don't, but don't uh Is that another
0: twenty
2: seventeen purchase?
0: Yeah, that's the most disappointing. This of is this uh so
4: <laughs> But you know, you know, like fifty bucks here and there, that that's that's about the limit of it. So yeah.
2: Jeremy, right, I might so... have one that is worse. Yeah. Uh Which back one? when I first got into crypto, I took a great big interest in IOTA. I was like, wow, this looks great. And since
1: then, man, the network
2: has been completely frozen like a half dozen times. (laughs) It's, yeah, shit.
0: I definitely had some (laughs) IOTA at one point. Because they. what they did was they did a really good job of making it sound like they had the next greatest technology at a time where people weren't already accustomed to every single coin claiming to be the next best like futurist technology. That that was more in the era where Litecoin was like, we raised... We, we made the block times a bit quicker and everyone was like, huge innovation, huge innovation. <laughs> and Ethereum had done basically nothing. So everybody was like, wow, this is still cutting edge. And then when it was, guys, we've got a new graph, the DAG, that was what it was. I don't think barely anybody could explain how that worked or why it was better, but everyone was loving it. I was... I was like and it it kind of also it was a bit more utxo model so it sort of made more sense from scalability that if everybody was confirming a transaction in order to put in another transaction it's actually similar to nano now i think about it uh nano is sort of on that same level and it's also sort of struggling with those same arguments of like we're so much better but actually nobody cares because you're not better there's just more subtle problems (laughs) involved in in doing it that way basically so all right well well there we go and uh well what's your what are your what are your top picks i guess we, we've just heard them all you know you top picks i yeah. think none of them are top picks right now like <laughs> you're trash trying... on crypto
4: as a whole if uh if you're trying to make money like i don't know what you what you should do like i don't know got gold, gold panning or something like <laughs> it's not it's not the time like uh yeah i mean stock up now i guess yeah well everything's low
0: but yeah crypto winter crypto winter all right. So next uh, up we've got the uh sent in USD across the network. The BCH whale that came back quickly and does, you know, four or five billion a day in BCH has once again departed and hasn't been seen from in the last couple of weeks. Uh so the graph now looks pretty flat for BCH. But if you actually zoom in and, and look at it, it is doing it, you know, between a hundred and two hundred million per day, which is uh pretty you know, pretty nice. And BDC has not really been kicking off or doing any uh, amazing amount of uh, transactions there either. So it's it's not like we're you know fallen out of uh, relevance or something. But i standing whale well and then vanished and then came back and then and then vanished again. I'm still totally at a loss and just hoping that one day I'll get a guest on the show who says I'm the whale or <laughs> like uh, I've got the insider knowledge. Maybe we need more industry uh contacts before we before we get that info I, I i don't really know man it's it's the biggest mystery of this uh the whale is someone dumping a whole bunch of well we can't be it because it's what? not yeah well it's somebody who sends four billion dollars of bch every day consistently every day for months on end and is not just constantly crashing the price right it has to be like a just, an exchange settling up to its different wallets or something. It's just some
4: guy having a having a laugh, you know, sending <laughs> it to himself.
0: Yeah, just wants to do inflate it. the stats, but got a bit bored <laughs> recently. Didn't automate it, just thought... I'll just do it now. Nah, I feel happening. like it, yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, you know, it's...
0: It's not impossible. Yeah. Fees are low. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that, well, it not cost them anything. I mean, they could do the same. I often wonder if uh, Michael Saylor might do a bit of that on the old BTC chain himself to just uh, ramp up the ramp up the hype i'm sure he can afford a couple dollars in uh in fees but i also feel like once you've got a few million dollars in uh your crypto sitting there they, they don't want to send it around because if you just mistype uh, one letter or something <laughs> yeah. then you just send it all off into the abyss so it sort of seems like you'd want to be more more conservative with your crypto action at that point all right, so first topic this week is the so-called Crypto Bowl. This was actually a little while ago, but we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet, which is the Super Bowl 56, the Rams beat the Bengals. I don't know any more about it than that. I'm not really an uh, NFL type of uh, person. I didn't follow it at all, but it was super hype in the lead up. Uh, everybody was like, wow, you know, crypto's in vogue, NFTs, all this kind of thing is going... Big, so you know and we're now in an era where especially after the bull run last year loads of crypto companies especially exchanges i mean there's different kinds of crypto companies but exchanges in particular are the ones raking in the money on all this speculative mania so uh they had tons of money and of course the most well-known sort of advertising gimmick in the world is to get a super bowl ad which is of course horrendously expensive so uh it's the quoted rate that was about seven million dollars per thirty second of uh ad ad time so each of these five companies uh which ran a crypto ad spent you know over 10 million dollars each uh on this uh on these ads so you had ftx coinbase crypto.com etoro and bitbuy uh my personal opinion uh, was that the Bitbuyer eTorrent crypto.com ads all sucked. They were super boring. And I, I just sort of thought, look, guys, you spent $7 million on this airtime. I think you could have spent a $1,000 on getting a high school kid to write you a cooler <laughs> script or something. It was literally just like, crypto is the future, like buy in now <laughs> okay. kind of thing. It was, it was really, really, really lame. Mean. Yeah, uh, it was uh, yeah, pretty like all stuff. And you just, I, but I don't know who... You know, I feel like if you're gonna put seven million on the line or ten million or whatever, you've gotta take a stab at something, right? It's gotta be funny or shocking or quirky or whatever. If you've just paid ten million dollars, especially with the Super Bowl, because it's such a known thing as Super Bowl ads that you have to yeah, it's not just like an infomercial call now, nine ninety nine, you know, like everybody's just that's that's a that's already a fail. Like that's not gonna get anybody's attention. In the uh super well but the last the last two were were all right and they were uh so coinbase and ftx personally the ftx one was uh my favorite which was they got uh larry david of um what's that show called again uh oh, multiple shows no no but curb the, yeah curb your enthusiasm that's what i think yeah curb your enthusiasm fame who's always like a skeptical uh, guy you know they did a quality ad where it was just him uh you know all throughout history like you know the guy who invented the wheel showing it to him and him saying that sucks and then you know uh finding the invention of the light bulb and saying that sucks and the invention of the fork and that sucks and he says like you know everything sucks and it's never going to work all these great ideas and then of course the joke is at the end it's crypto and he says yeah that's never going to work uh and the the you know don't be like larry was the sort of finishing uh message i thought that was pretty funny and pretty clever actually because uh a it sort of suits larry david i mean a lot of the the super bowl ads do tend to have some sort of celebrity in them and it's pretty funny because it's probably it's probably accurate he probably doesn't really like crypto and doesn't get it so even though he would be happy to be memed on for being wrong because he's just so meta that he doesn't care i'm sure it was also still you know still still made me laugh right, I know you're
4: a you're a your enthusiasm you Larry David fan, yeah, 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 no, great show, but uh yeah, no, it was a, it was a great ad, and uh, I mean enjoyable to watch the others were all very boring, I mean, even your the other one, coinbase with the yeah little cube going around the screen, yeah, no, it wasn't really about that, but uh, I think the problem was, yeah, it would have been a great ad for any of the other brands i mean the other companies i think because i mean i don't know who ftx is i've never heard of them maybe yeah. maybe i'm just unaware but well they're just one of the like the third <laughs> biggest exchange so there's like coinbase binance
0: and then ftx basically. it's
4: uh it's almost like they don't have enough brand awareness to really like have really capitalized on larry david's like fame whereas the other ones could have been like well you know the, you know get into crypto the larry David and, people yeah like where coinbase whereas you kind of get to the end of this larry david ad and you're like oh that was an ad by larry david wait <laughs> <laughs> who was it for like i'm not sure True. whereas i think the others have a bit more well i i've heard of etoro and crypto.com and coinbase so you know they kind of had shitty ads but <laughs> but you still know who they are so it, yeah it was a complete loop so they didn't do i, I feel like their ads weren't great but then ftx's wasn't really probably great for them i don't know
0: maybe they've seen some huge uptick well i knew i I I, I, obviously i know who ftx are but you're right they they're known because they have done a lot of um like sports sponsorships like they've sponsored someone in the nfl someone in the nba i guess they must be going pretty hard in the uh american kind of market they hire get a lot of american you know media personalities and they also sponsor shout out to uh lr limited resources uh which we've covered on this show uh before the magic the gathering uh podcast and that's pretty pretty cheeky because that's a pretty niche kind of scene but for people who love it you know they they really love it um so yeah so that, that was sort of the fdx ad which i also thought was the was the best one but you're right it wasn't very fdx specific as in any of the other companies could have also done it and just and you changed the know. logo. yeah yeah it would have been the same guess
4: maybe maybe fdx is just more american i've never heard of it yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, that, I've, I've heard of coinbase and etoro and they're very well they've got a International, in yeah. yeah, yeah, and I mean it was yeah, it was just kind of funny, and it just it just perfectly hit the crypto note, which is the, the haters. <laughs> like it's been eight years. They well, you can you can tell us about that over the years. How many you know people have you talked to about crypto who told you it was never going to work? Right.
4: I mean, there's a, a lot of people that said it was just a scam and don't don't put your money into it. If you put your money into it, you're going to lose everything. Blah, blah 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 blah. I mean, I think basically the opposite has been true yeah if you put in a thousand bucks in 2014 you're probably doing fairly well now um but yeah it's uh it has definitely just evolved over time with people saying you know people just slowly changing their minds maybe maybe they're still not into crypto i don't think it's really at that point yet but they're less averse to it
0: well it's getting hard to deny basically is that it's it even if it's sort of gone from the point of people actively being against, well, people were firstly unaware of it, and then they were actively against it or scared of it because people don't like things that are unfamiliar and new. And now it's just slowly over time, it's just filtering into everyone's consciousness. And now, you know, the word Bitcoin is just known. And even the word crypto is known, and even Ethereum is pretty known, you know, so. I think the, uh, the problem crypto
4: has now is that it doesn't have a use case in the sense of not that it doesn't actually have a use case, but it's just like, it doesn't have a use case for most people most of the time. Yeah. And so unless you're like interested in it or you've got some libertarian kind of angle going, or, you know, you think that it's going to go up and you're going to make a whole bunch of money. Then like most people are just kind of like, well, yeah, that's a thing. And I know it's a thing, but I'm not going to really get involved because there's no big motivation to, or there's no like push to. Yeah. And I guess like Bitcoin is in some ways kind of marketed itself well. I mean, whoever's done that um, as kind of digital gold. And now they can be like, well, just buy some Bitcoin and then you'll have your digital gold, just like you would buy some, I don't know, other sort of asset. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, I know kind of a lot of the other ones, I think, kind of struggle to market to the
0: general population. For sure, to differentiate themselves. And I mean, that was sort yeah. of an interesting element. to this. I mean, $10 million is like a lot of money, right? But there was these, firstly, it was all the exchanges who are the ones who have been the sort of the biggest winners so far. But the other point was no actual like specific coin put an ad in, right? Because it's not impossible, especially some of these more VC backed ones or whatever that have, you know, billions and billions of dollars that you would see an ad like. Some Bitcoin whale could be like, I'm just going to make a, run a Bitcoin ad and a, not a crypto ad or that somebody could run a, I don't know, a Solana or an Avalanche ad or or something like that, right? And I think that would be interesting because then that coin would need to have some individual unique selling point that made them the ones to go to. And it would have to be on top of the fact that, uh, you know, you would still need to explain how to get it and stuff like that, which obviously the exchanges, that's, that's kind of what they... Um, what they do right so the second the other second ad that i did also like was the coinbase ad and they did the uh, uh just a black screen with a multicolored uh, qr code bouncing around the screen which is a callback to the office again very very sort of american centric because if you don't i guess you, anybody can say like oh i'll just scan this qr code this is what this is but unless you knew that scene in the office where the qr code bounces around and they're waiting for it to hit the exact corner like you might just oh, be uh, like, "What it's is from this? The,
4: it's from like a dvd player yeah right?
0: exactly yeah 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 yeah. and everybody knows that well i guess it's not everybody you can also be just be too young for this which is kind of guess, interesting yeah. right i mean i remember those dvd player icons and trying to watch it <laughs> hit, you know it's a pretty universal thing but the actual template the the specific colors and stuff that they use is from the that symbol that was on an episode of the office where they were all waiting for it to hit uh the exact uh corner yeah. right so that that was also kind of a part of the joke by the way man just your know, if you're talking to this mic oh, yeah you know, yeah uh, mike yeah let me show you
4: oh this yeah is, the,
0: the actual mic is like in this part oh in okay it's, of, it's in front of where the text is um okay oh sure i realized I, realize I should have told you that from the start oh <laughs> good uh, uh-huh. anyway so yeah that was the that was the kind of the coinbase ad and the coinbase kind of screwed it up where they had the Like it was the cleverest one, but they also screwed up their execution because loads of people came onto their website, uh, and then their website crashed. So they just spent ten million on their (laughs) Super Bowl ad, and they didn't spend like a hundred bucks on buying a new AWS server. So that you know that was kind of a fail on their part, I guess uh, as well.
4: It's uh, also interesting that yeah, you said before that no coins ran their own ad, but it's interesting that none of these companies really ran the bitcoin kind of like where for buying bitcoin yeah it was more like where for buying crypto which is yeah i guess like a few years ago it would have been all about bitcoin and that's starting to like shift you can just kind of see yeah
0: yeah and it just goes to show like that was that that's a good point i didn't even realize that but it's true all of them chose to be sort of crypto agnostic and yeah i mean it's a big running theme of this show obviously that the more people understand like like crypto is not just bitcoin and sort of everybody needs to pick and so hopefully bitcoin cash will be the one they all end up picking or using uh but the more people are aware of that that's all you know to the good right because it makes people understand it as an industry and it makes them think more carefully about which ones do i want and why how do i judge them you know what why would anyone be going up and down and all that just indirectly gives people the sense of like i i never used to think about money and now crypto is it's not a choice between i've got my money or bitcoin it's a choice between oh i've got my money or different countries money or bitcoin or all these other cryptos so at some point you know you wonder what the hell's going on with this whole circus and you have to kind of get to the bottom of it right and i mean i was just sort of disappointed that that none of these uh ads either no none of them showed somebody buying things with crypto because like you're saying it hasn't the after the block size where it all got diverted away from being pay with this you know like it's it's not something
4: yeah the whole like currency part of cryptocurrency has kind of failed to launch a little bit oh well yeah got sidetracked Yeah, I'm
0: I'm hoping we're going to, you know, see that over the next couple of years. I think we will because it's sort of, you know, it's a bit of a catch 22, right? Where people, if nobody has crypto, then there's nobody to pay with it. So people, you know, merchants won't adopt it. But if merchants won't adopt it, then people are like, why should I get this? But now there's been enough Ponzi hype (laughs) that that there is actually a significant portion of people who have it. So in that sense, you know, we might see it uh, kind of starting to come together through but it was a bit sad that the whole message of all of these ads was don't miss out it was sort of sort of fear-based uh marketing you know get in before it's too late kind of yeah, yeah don't be the last one i mean the larry david was the most clever take on it but it wasn't you know it was it was still that same premise and the price didn't react you know this is like huge news going out to however many hundreds of millions of people or whatever that are watching the the super bowl maybe billions around the world i don't know uh but the price didn't take off it just was a bit of a non-event, and I would say probably for this exact reason. Like, I'm sure a lot of people got involved as a result, but the world wasn't convinced that crypto is is like taken off. And I saw some commentary afterwards with people sort of saying, "Yeah, okay, crypto's made it to the Super Bowl, but so did a lot of dot com companies who then went bust and were just gone the next year." You know?
4: Well, yeah. I mean, it could be that. It could also be that just most people have at least heard of crypto and you know if they haven't gone and like signed up to coinbase now then i don't know this isn't gonna make it happen maybe <laughs> not on a, a huge scale super bowl there. ad wasn't what was gonna put them over the edge but yeah i, I don't know well, just uh kind of seems like yeah it's not really big news it's just an ad <laughs> Yeah,
0: we're, well we're mainstream now i think that's if you said uh in 2014 you know crypto are going to be on the super bowl it was like well it will happen one day but
4: i mean if it happened in 2014 if one well, of these no
0: in 2014 I saying is that
4: well then the price would have reacted yeah yeah no but massively. all i'm saying if, yeah. if,
0: if i had told you in 2014 in 2022 big you know crypto ads will be in the super bowl would you have said likely or unlikely
1: i
4: think that would have been i think we would have said yeah that's that's fair enough we, we would yeah. we wouldn't have been like Saying that that was impossible by yeah. any means, so I think that was probably likely. Yeah. Eight,
0: eight years, yeah. Well, eight, eight years away, yeah. That's, yeah.
4: that's eight, eight years—a long, long time, time. especially yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
0: Exactly.
2: I think there's two things that are important to keep in mind here. One is the exchanges and the users do not have the same incentives. The exchanges make fiat dollars off of every trade between currency pairs. They're not, mm. you know, settling in Bitcoin or whatever. They're like they're settling in USD, right? So them picking a coin at least in this like in the current market would almost be shooting themselves in the foot um but secondly i think that the super like if you if we were in 2014 which was before i even got involved in cryptocurrency at all right so and someone was like uh yeah the, it'll end up on like a super bowl commercial i'd be like oh okay well In what context? Like, this is just the state of the market, right? It's just, you know, gamble with us. Uh, And (laughs) I wouldn't be optimistic. I'd be like, okay, yeah, even if it does get on the Super Bowl, I would expect it to be as it is. Like, just a gambling thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely hasn't made it there as a, pay with this or... Uh, and I think I think maybe you know I'm hopeful that we will see, like hopefully if you know Bitcoin Cash can have a mega year uh, or a mega couple of years, you know in a year's time or two years or, or three years or whatever, that uh, some BCH whale could fork out and just go in on a Super Bowl ad and make like a like a crypto anarchy type of video. I don't know what it would be, right? But some of the classic uh, moments in advertising, like when uh, Apple did that 1984 kind of one or you know some well, some of those types of ads um,
2: even like more mainstream friendly than that imagine if colin enstead's uh it's just money bro commercial was at the super bowl like that is yes. a much more powerful message i think than larry david here
0: <laughs> larry david <laughs> not loving it <laughs> but yeah that's that's true i i think yeah and a more basically a more positive message instead of a yeah sort of fear-based uh FOMO kind of based one I mean that that's humanity that naturally kicks in so obviously the exchanges are going to prey on that but yeah it's it's sort of a bit sad that we had a bit of a negative slant rather than rather than being a a positive optimistic bringing hope and change it could have been well it was sort of before all this uh we're going to get onto now which is sort of this global politics and the you know situation obviously we're not going to go in super in depth we already talked about canada uh, a couple of weeks ago and i'm definitely not an expert in that let alone uh what's happening now in the ukraine and russia but i sort of want to bring it up because it is kind of the case that the uh the financial system is being used by the the big players to shut people out including shutting each other out so uh, Canada was obviously censoring uh, people's bank transactions and sort of surveilling them and give send go was stopping money going to the truckers. And now with what's happened in Ukraine, you've got this sort of economic sanctions falling onto several different people. You've got the Ukrainians themselves uh, who are trying to you know, get cash out of the ATM. Uh, and I read that there was some limits were put on, you know, as to how much money they could take out per day and stuff like that. And then you have... Uh, also potentially you know it's spreading into neighboring areas so in poland i saw again i know confirmation of this but it seems it seems likely that there were you know people under financial uncertainty and under just life uncertainty you know want to have physical cash that they know they can uh, rely on and then you also have the you know debate of different countries that want to you know uh, sanction russia and uh, whether or not they want to cut the Cut them off the SWIFT network so that they can't send interbank. As far as uh, I know, that's been decided. I don't think they're, going to do. they're not gonna do it, right?
2: No, no, they're they're I'm pretty like they from are. what I read this morning, as of like midnight tonight, six hundred and thirty five billion dollars oh, really? or something? Gone. Yeah.
0: So hang on, what so they are they are switching off the SWIFT for Russia or they From aren't?
2: what I read this morning, but I also, you know, the propaganda is out in full force, so I don't we'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I, okay I, all right
4: i heard that there, are like some countries were for it and some countries were against it and they all needed to
2: Here, or something. let me fact yeah. check myself right now
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, well the point is that uh it, it all gets very political very quickly and that you know the ideal form of money is like a cryptocurrency especially like bitcoin or especially like bitcoin cash is is neutral right and uh vitalik buterin who is the you know co-founder of ethereum he was uh making some tweets and obviously it's very relevant to him because he is russian and he wrote a a tweet in support of ukraine and then he followed that up immediately afterwards with a tweet that said uh a reminder that ethereum is neutral but i'm not right and the idea was that he wasn't obviously going to go out and be making um you know claims that ethereum should be you know blocking addresses not that they really could right but you know he wouldn't advocate for ethereum itself being used as a sort of political weapon and that it should just be open to everyone because that's kind of the fundamental principle but at the same time uh you know the people involved can have their own uh opinions so it's very very important to a crypto network to remain what what is often called credibly neutral that it's it is just politically it's apolitical right it's not even that it has a stance for freedom or anything it just has no stance it's just anyone in the world can use it it's based on mathematics simple as that you know the nodes don't filter transactions they don't um you know they just operators intended they just pass along everyone's transactions and if you pay a fee then you're in that's it it's as simple as that right so i mean in much the same way as 20 dollars <laughs> $20 yeah bill you know
4: you can give it to someone or you don't give it to them it's that that's about the extent of it it doesn't stop working if you you know you can't stop it working i guess
0: yeah yeah (laughs) it doesn't care yeah what country you're from what language you speak what agenda you've got what you're paying for is not uh factored into it you just you pay them and you pay them right and so yeah i just want to remind all of the listeners uh to the show as i always do not your keys not your coins right so all of this stuff all of this censorship resistance and all that it's only if you are controlling your private keys because uh with the canadians and probably with some of this ukrainian you know situation whatever there will be people who will think they're like killing it with their crypto setup and oh, it's uncensored but then discover that oh, actually it's just in my coinbase account and uh that didn't work out for me right so take custody of your own coins if you don't know how to do that you know read up and learn basically I should have a recommended resource for that um, but yeah
2: just as like a quick my own little fact check there um, so there's yeah. three countries holding on to keep Russia onto Swift. swift uh, France and Germany because they're afraid that Russia will cut off oil and gas to them um, and then Cyprus but I don't know how much I know Cyprus was used for like money laundering and stuff um <laughs> I don't, know how, I don't know how much uh, volume goes through Cyprus, though.
0: Cyprus has had a bit of a history with crypto because Cyprus was also in 2014, the infamous NEO and B uh, <laughs> scam went down in uh, Cyprus where there was, there was a guy called Danny Brewster and he was running, I don't know how you describe it, but do you remember this whole saga?
4: I remember some something vaguely about Cyprus, but uh, yeah, no, not not in any detail. Well, this
0: guy uh, Danny Brewster, he basically said, "Look, we're going to set up like a crypto bank, pretty much." And they uh, they got this kind of office set up, and there was a picture. I I don't know if I'll have to try and find that picture or something, but it was super cool of like this building where they had the Bitcoin logo on kind of like a banner out the front and then they also had the building kind of lit up with some nice lights and everything and it almost looked like the sort of cathedral of of crypto that he had set up there and it was at a time after there had been haircuts and uh bank runs going on in cyprus so the population was already very hyper aware of all this stuff so he was basically and they launched this advertising campaign where their company's colors were yellow and black which now i think of it is the uh anarcho-capitalist uh colors you know don't tread on me uh gadsden flag uh colors so that might have actually been related i didn't think of that at the time but now in hindsight that makes sense and they had this whole uh, advertising campaign about who is neo uh it was this kind of mystery (laughs) thing like almost a bit matrix style like it was all the elements were in there right and so the subreddit, our Bitcoin, was just going off because everybody was like, this is it. It's happening. Crypto is taking over the world. All of Cyprus is going to jump on this because they've just been screwed over by the evil banks. But at the, at the end of the day, of course, it all collapsed into a scam. And Danny Brewster <laughs> ran off with a lot of people's money. And some of the locals got scammed. And a lot of the people on our Bitcoin, including myself, got scammed. Uh, and you so, got scammed. Yeah, you? we all learned a harsh lesson. Well, because. Not only could you buy the uh, the bitcoin uh, with the you know bank or whatever, you could also invest in the company itself. So they had this thing called overlock okay. Investments, and I was like, oh, this is this is just how ridiculous it was in the early days where everybody was like, oh, not only is it risky enough having my bitcoins but I can invest my Bitcoins in a company (laughs) that has just started and is going to go to the moon because I'm, you know, the only way to buy it is with Bitcoins. (laughs) Of course, that was all a disaster. And uh, yeah, the, in the modern world, you're not likely to run into that. Uh, Now you have Coinbase and FTX promoting at the Super Bowl. It's kind of a different league, but uh, yeah, that, you know, anyway, the point is that that was all kind of going on, uh, back then and maybe you know we're having a bit of a rerun of, of that same kind of uh situation with this time under threat of war rather than just financial uh disaster but yeah i just wanted to really highlight to everybody not your keys not your coins and the importance of this message rising in in global prominence as more and more and more people end up in a situation where they are cut off from the banking system or they're not able to send money internationally there's been huge you know uh not uprising is not the right word, but interest in the crypto online of people saying, "Hey, how can I send to Ukraine? How can I donate?" You know, donating to charities and different causes has always been a, a cornerstone of, of crypto for that censorship resistance, right? Since the you know Julian Assange in uh, 2011, so you are seeing uh, some of that kind of going on uh, as well there too. Carrying on, so the next thing is uh in the you know backdrop of all this stuff that is going on in uh the macro world i wanted to take a moment to touch on the actual bitcoin cash community itself and just recently i feel like we've been sort of quietly killing it a little bit so uh you know obviously there's been a lot of there was a lot of drama in bitcoin cash there was a lot of negativity and so on from 2017 to And at the start of 2021, I started this show because I thought the community was going to turn over a new leaf, but it was still a bit rocky, you know, three to six months ago, you could still see loads of posts online with everybody saying, oh no, it's the, it's the end, Bitcoin Cash is just dropping into irrelevance, I'm selling out, uh, blah, 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 right? There's always somebody who's having a nice throw their hands up and dramatically storm out of the room for attention, uh type of moment but um you know i'm i'm obviously not really a big believer in in any of that sort of uh negativity and and i think the community is actually starting to to turn it around so from the start of this year uh a bunch of flip starters have been funded so people who don't know bitcoin cash has a decentralized version of kickstarter and crowdfunding so people can put up a request to the community to get uh, bitcoin cash and if they you know, if their proposal is good and enough people donate money, then they get funded. And if they don't, well, they don't. So Mark Falzon had a massive one, one of the biggest probably there's ever been for 822, 823, I think BCH uh, recently, which got funded. Yeah. It's like nearly 300,000 us dollars. It was 250,000, but the price has risen uh, since then BCH LATAM Bitcoin out loud, the freedom convoy for the Canadian truckers, uh, Bitcoin Verde got one funded to improve Flipstarter itself uh, so that it is even easier for people to donate in these uh, campaigns. Uh, and there's, you know, been more as well too, right? So the the community does actually have a lot of different projects and a lot of things quietly spinning up in the background and people are funding these campaigns because they, you know, they still believe in the in the project and people are still using it as... Uh, peer-to-peer money you've got smart bch uh, hit all-time highs for daily transactions doing more than two transactions a second a couple days ago and you have the sort of uh, uh, adoption efforts in particularly in Saint Kitts and nevis and these other caribbean islands um, but also in townsville in venezuela that's all still looking great there's no drama in the dev community just i'm feeling actually very 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 positive about uh about bitcoin cash and you know I, I also wanted to kind of get your take because you said to me a few days ago you said oh man bitcoin cash is actually looking pretty good which caught me off guard because i'm always telling you about it um uh, but then you sort of yeah unprompted told me you thought it was looking good as well too so I, I, must have... I
4: must have read something or something like that yeah no, i can't there, remember
0: there was no specific like news or anything that, that triggered that or uh, i can't remember
4: I i oh no i think i was i think it was in relation to the canadians freezing all of those accounts and i was like yeah no that's this is this is it's time to shine well i don't know if it really did that but yeah that's uh there's there's definitely a need there for it and i was like yeah yeah whereas you know some of those other cryptos you know, <laughs> sending
0: bad. sending money that's that's a bit hard yeah you know, <laughs> yeah that's a bit expensive what more, do you, but yeah what do you want your crypto coin <laughs> send money never heard of that that's that's definitely not it and yeah, I just wanted to yeah, give that uh, you know, message out to the community, I guess, because to me, it's, it's really, uh, really important to understand the sort of the cycle where yeah, you know a coin will go into a lot of drama and it'll have a lot of problems, but that's uh, decentralization, right? It just works itself out over time. It takes, it takes time and it takes hard work and it is often painful in terms of the price declining and so on and so forth. Uh, so bch has been through some some hard times and while i'm not you know super bullish on the price of uh, crypto as 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 a whole uh, or even bch particularly just because i can feel it can get you know a bit dragged down by the the broader market but uh, things are actually looking uh, really good and i think it's in contrast to some other coins at the moment so dash recently have been having drama over there they actually have a ceo (laughs) uh, which is I don't know about that in a decentralized <laughs> currency. And they would say, well, it's a decentralized currency, but then there's a CEO of this one company called Dash Core Group. But the fact of the matter is basically he's involved in a lot of the center of what's going on and they have all this sort of political drama amongst themselves. Right. And so it's just kind of goes to show, you you know, there's a very big difference between a community that is quiet and happily working on uh, being productive versus one that's uh turning into drama and uh another one that's turning into drama right now is bitcoin btc so i also want to touch on that so this is where the title of the episode comes from this uh world economic uh forum angle on the next slide which is that the btc community in the last uh few days have sort of (laughs) got the idea that maybe they have been a little bit uh, compromised in terms of their uh, their sort of community uh, structure and, and stuff like that. And what seems to have kicked it off is that Lightning Labs, which is the company that develops the Lightning Network, which is the perpetual supposed savior of the Bitcoin network and its ability to be used as payments long derided by uh, Bitcoin cashes, um got listed on the you know homepage i guess of the world economic forum who uh you know depends how deep you go into all this stuff <laughs> but uh it's essentially this organization run by this guy klaus schwab who's a german businessman who is mega rich uh and he has spent the last uh, years basically the last decades who knows uh implanting into world governments infiltrating yeah. implanting. What was well, what, other yeah what is he? He's, i don't know he has some specific way of saying it <laughs> where he's put you know people into these uh governments so that they will basically listen to him and follow his agenda which included this whole you know plan around the coronavirus uh called the great reset which was this big conspiracy but it's now just he's published a book about it and you can read his exact uh, plan of attack you know himself so this uh, has you know recently been coming up on uh, Joe Rogan as well so we've got a little clip here from a good episode that came out very recently from uh, Majid Nawaz who was uh, on the, the Joe Rogan experience to give a little bit of kind of uh background and i do recommend everybody listen to this episode if they if they have the chance so hopefully jack can line us up with that clip yeah
3: though on his you'll see it our teams are now embedded in governments around the world that's actually what they wrote Yeah, and the video is two minutes i didn't play all of it it's what he says
5: but what he's saying there sounds reasonable figuring out on strategic ways to end the lockdown easily no that makes sense not the
3: end of lockdown no, no, no. Well, no, didn't no. he say that? Keep in mind, Tony Blair is the one who's been advocating for vaccine passports, digital identification through COVID, and all of these measures. But
5: didn't they say that about ending the lockdowns and keeping businesses? Once
3: those measures are in place. Right? So he's even in the UK, his stance has been, yeah, we're going to get out of all of it, but you have to have digital ID, mm. and you have to have... So, so during and the war-
5: this is going to introduce the, t- the, the social s- credit score system. Right.
3: So the, what, all of that came from your question, which is, regardless of intention, how do people... How do people do that infiltration from within? It's not just Twitter. So back to the psychological operations. It's also embedding people in government who are subscribed to this agenda. Yeah. And the agenda of Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum is the same as the agenda of Tony Blair in this regard. They call it on their own website. They call it the Great Reset. That's what they say themselves.
5: Yeah, that's a bizarre thing to do, to openly. Why do you think they openly discuss it that way? And openly, because the Great Reset has always been this gigantic conspiracy theory yeah, yeah. among the online folks. Yeah. Like, this is all part of the Great Reset. Well, yeah. when he wrote a fucking book called The Great Reset, you're yeah. like,
3: hey man, yeah. shouldn't you be hiding this? And, and, and in 2017 at Harvard, he's saying, you know, we're gonna basically, all of these world leaders will penetrate their cabinets with our young global leaders. He's open, up. he's open, Blair's open. During the Iraq war, Blair tried to bring in ID cards in Britain, he failed. Now he's back and he's trying to bring in digital ID during covid right so they're open about
5: it so this is going to be this never-ending process to slowly move the goalposts
3: towards more and more authoritarianism checkpoint society it's all there they, you, they how, told us this we ha- people have
5: hmm. to realize this right this is important
3: yeah
0: all right so yeah essentially uh like i say i'm no expert in this and everybody can do their own uh, research into this, but of course, Bitcoiners, both uh, BDC and BCH side, and crypto more generally, is justifiably very, very paranoid about the uh, power structures of the world. So, with Lightning Labs now getting listed on the homepage here, it sent this huge alarm bells into the BDC community that what is what is going on here? What's the story? Why are these? you know big money uh players sneakily infiltrating our scaling solution and of course this was no surprise at all to the bitcoin cash community who had <laughs> pointed this out as getting funded by these guys and they were obviously trying to restrict the scaling and it was you know destroying the momentum of the community and all that but i guess uh some of the more naive people are now sort of starting to get the message a little bit and um uh, we're in this position now where so you have not only that but uh lightning labs lied about it uh they were you know <laughs> immediately under questioning and they the ceo i think whose name is uh, elizabeth stark she said we don't know anything about this they just did it without talking to us but that was proven to be a lie because uh her her account had previously been liking the posts announcing them as partners you know years ago and that had been you know forgotten or swept under the rug but now it's coming back into uh focus and uh this world economic forum is also getting involved in coinbase and coindesk which is a big uh promoter of uh, cryptocurrency news and even the ethereum foundation as well are obviously central to what's going on in ethereum, so all of these things are just definitely uh adding up, and you're at a point where you have a lot of uh bitcoiners who are sort of have come to the crypto scene over the last three or four years and they they've got the message about being paranoid of you know government interference and uh being self sovereign and trust don't verify and all that stuff and they're just for the first time maybe getting a hint of like wait a second is this happening in bitcoin too uh which is what the bitcoin cash side have been saying since there was since before there was a a bitcoin cash community really um but the you know the lie is basically starting to get too big that bitcoin has not been infiltrated and kind of corrupted uh From the inside and i mean that was already obvious from anybody who could read the white paper and just try the coins out but a lot of people don't do that uh so now it's kind of you know the alarm bells are starting to ring and i guess for me the point is that once you have parasites in the system it's basically impossible to get them out so i don't really i i think probably in large part the bdc community will sort of turn a blind eye to this as time goes on they'll sort of try and forget but the fact of the matter is they've been kind of captured and that's why they haven't re- you know that's why it is these crypto ads right it's not the bitcoin ads because bitcoin has lost its uh, point of uh dominance because it's had its uh, you know heels kind of, kind of legs cut out from under it right so you do also have uh at the same time the uh Corey fields who is one of the uh, current developers who is right now contributing to Bitcoin. He is also contributing to this thing called Project Hamilton, which is a central bank digital currency uh, project that I think was announced in, I think it was in America. Uh, we might have to do a separate episode about that because there's a lot to be said about that. But essentially governments are starting to ramp up their efforts to get into crypto as well too and re- mm. you know, produce their own centralized controlled alternative that like we were saying about the $20 where you can't just hand it over to someone actually they don't like what you're doing you just can't send it at all or you know it it gets destroyed right you have your savings and then the government thinks you better go out and spend (laughs) your money so it starts burning your money you know while you're trying to hold on to it right yeah
4: i mean that's the that's the scariest part about all this the the government controlled currencies well the government controlled cryptos especially yeah yeah yeah, because you can kind of get around it at the moment, I guess. Yeah, cash in it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm surprised that this is like even news for the Bitcoin people. Like I, I would have thought that was super obvious. Like if you've got these kind of companies that are out to make money and they're, you know, in there volunteering to like help your... <laughs> <laughs> help your like independent project you're like wait a second how are they making money out of this you know, it's uh yeah i mean i i would have thought there would be a bit more um yeah switched on about all of that but apparently not I, it- I guess if you're not paying attention like wasn't <laughs> yeah, it
2: like on. in 2015 that gavin and dreesen had a visit from the cia
0: no it was much earlier than that it was okay. In- I think, you know, it was in 2011, I think, that uh, Gavin oh, went to shit. see the CIA. So it was it was, it was, was only, sh- it was like, it was, I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I, I won't get it right if I pick a side, but it was either shortly before or shortly after Satoshi left the project. Probably <laughs> Because they realized the CIA is getting involved. Like things are heating up. It might right? have
4: even been the last message he sent to Satoshi was like oh i'm gonna go see the cia and then he like got no response yeah that's once. right yeah no, it was <laughs> like nothing after that
0: yeah yeah <laughs> and then Satoshi, yeah, so just put a message on the forum like okay the project's in good hands see you later or something and it was just out of <laughs> the like, yeah that's right and you know who could who could who could blame him to be honest so yeah and that that so that was but that was many years before but then it was kind of the key point was that then gavin was trying to uh, you know, scale the blocks and everything starting in 2013, 2014. And it was in that 2014 era where Blockstream appeared, who are uh, sort of tangential to Lightning Labs, but kind of related, uh, where oh, yeah. they were started buying up the core developers. And then they kicked out Gavin Andreessen and they kicked out Mike Hearn and they started censoring all the uh, Bitcoin where all the discussion was going on and all this, you know. So it was already obvious that there's so many shenanigans at at at, at work. I mean, it was a to the strength of Bitcoin that uh, this was the, whoever we're not going after like node operators. They didn't try and shut down all the miners. They didn't try and ban it or make it illegal. This was the sort of preferred method of attack, this kind of, you know. Uh,
4: it's like if you can't beat them, you got to join them and then <laughs> yeah, take it over from the inside a little bit or, you know, who knows what happened. But, it, it's a, you know, that's what it looks like.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's definitely, you know, clear now that, uh, you know, at least to some extent, the world has been smart enough to route around that. Everybody didn't just fall for it. Obviously, the Bitcoin cash, did uh did did keep themselves you know free by forking off and that's what i was sort of saying about the parasites part is that while this uh you know you know has spread around everywhere um it it sort of hasn't seeped into bch at least not yet or not to my knowledge and the proof of that is that the fees are still low you can still use it the community still says not your keys not your coins there's no getting distracted with other like irrelevant stuff it's still bitcoin a peer-to-peer electronic cash system everyone will refer you to the white paper uh, and that's what is quite important you know it is the resistance to those kind of interests seeping in is based on the strength of the community how much do people know independently without needing to be told by blockstream or lightning labs or whatever to avoid companies that are trying to hinder the network to profit off it themselves or to to capture it in their own uh way you know so because as a result of all this i just feel like it's inevitable that the bitcoin cash side will start getting slowly more and more attention because people who are on the bdc side at least some of them at the fringes will question this stuff and they will dig into it a lot of them will just get told by the top influencers, nah nah it's all fine i mean there was some initial outrage about this but they might it might just be back to sleep guys <laughs> uh that might also happen but uh it's very critical for our community that everybody is uh vigilant for this sort of stuff you know all
4: yeah right. for sure i mean if the if the price goes up then you know there will be companies trying to do similar things to bch for sure
0: yeah yeah and it's up to- some way or form yeah exactly and it's up to the community to to just uh and guard against that you know there's sort of several layers of defense right so there's sort of the devs uh have to be kind of uh you know not easy to buy out or to target or to pressure or whatever which was what happened initially with bdc uh core and then so you know now we have multiple dev teams so that's harder to do i mean it's not entirely impossible uh but that's you know harder to do and then community sort of uh advocacy independent you know platforms like this need to sort of raise the alarm if any shenanigans like that are kind of starting up and uh yeah just individuals in whatever way they interact with bch should should sort of be aware of that and try and uh you know get get everybody on the same page appear to be electronic cash system used by the whole world you know it's as it's as simple as that and it's kind of you know obvious to just repeat it over and over and over again but the point is that you need to get that. That's the ultimate decentralization, right? Is the idea being in as many people's heads as possible? Since then, they'll all be able to independently converge on whatever is the non-captured uh, version of Bitcoin. If if it does need to go through another fork or you know forks in uh, in the future, right? So, yeah, that's just uh, pretty critical. And I've just got some more yeah screenshots here in the next slide with people kind of uh (laughs) being in various stages of outrage about this again i don't think that will really last i think for the most part um people will sort of sweep it under the under the rug but the the market is routing around btc it seems so that's that's kind of for the best okay so now we've got our uh community comment of the week comes from ryan giffen which is in the same theme as uh, as this discussion we've just been having. Uh, and he said, a lot of Bitcoiners are in it for the right reason and will be welcomed with open arms with the Bitcoin Cash community when they learn the co-opted nature of Bitcoin. Limiting the block size had nothing to do with decentralization. It's the only way the Fed could stop Bitcoin. And this was in response to Bcashy, who was commenting in the same uh, thread saying, why is the current Bitcoin core org dev working with the fed to create a cbdc and i think that that's essentially the main point is that bitcoin cash has been here the whole time and while there is obviously historical animosity and so on and so forth like we're welcoming all converts uh to be honest you know if somebody understands and sees the problems that's happening with the uh, bdc then then they should switch and and we're we're right here uh for it so we should be as welcoming as possible and i think when people see questions or doubts or whatever uh emerging on you know forums or in real life or however you uh interact with those uh people you know there's there doesn't need to be so much of a we told you so angle it should be more like hey <laughs> come come join us then like look here's an alternative or uh you know welcome yeah i don't know just just try and be sort of uh more welcoming you know it's more important that we grow our own support base than that we all feel like (laughs) ah we were right the whole time right like that doesn't help yeah you know it's uh
4: you know it's a sad thing a sad thing to be right about you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) in some ways so yeah wouldn't be making a song and dance about it but
0: yeah and i mean that because there are plenty of people who are bought into the the actual idea of bitcoin i think that's also what ryan's touching on that i really like where he says bitcoins are in it for the right reason like they understand you know they sort of pre so essentially yeah i mean the key point is that uh a lot of bitcoins are in it for the right reason as as ryan says they've already got this sort of fundamental premises of uh you know be self-sovereign you know not your keys not your coins um, don't trust the government, uh, you know, as much. We're establishing an independent economy. All of those ideas are right there. And it's only that fi- final 5 or 10% difference of the difference between BTC and BCH. And if they start to, a light bulb starts to switch on in that re- regards, then we should just welcome them straight into uh, Bitcoin Cash. We, there's no, no, nothing to be gained from sort of finger pointing and haha, ha we were right the whole time we don't need to you know make people feel ashamed of being duped or anything because that's just counterproductive ultimately if those people have got you know they've got most of the message if they want to come to bitcoin cash we should yeah just onboard them as, as quickly as possible there uh, is basically. one
2: exception and that is people uh- <laughs> like samos uh, and cobra and like the influencers in the btc crowd should be ostracized yeah and we should tell them yeah we told you so and we don't want your influence here
0: yes yes that's exactly right it is it's for the highest profile and the most ardent bdc supporters absolutely we definitely don't need them they'll they'll come around eventually because they will have to because everybody else will be trading in bch but we shouldn't just sweep under the rug their long history of uh advocacy up i'm i'm talking about you know the minnows right like vast majority of people who are not publicly avowed one way or another maybe they realize they had it slightly wrong or even a lot of the people who are on the btc side who are uh you know sort of outspoken about crypto they're not necessarily btc people they're like they're bitcoin people truly and uh maybe for one reason or another they're not big on the bitcoin cash train yet but they can you know, they can. I can see them. A lot of people could switch without their own, you know, fan bases or you, you know, being like, "What are you doing? You completely changed your story." They were not out there saying Bitcoin Cash is a scam, or you know, don't trust this, or whatever. You know, just for one reason or another, they were with the kind of the main, the main party in, uh, in BDC. And if they switch and they were not, uh, yeah, dug in on one side or another, then then you know, we should just be giving them a pass, basically. But for the, yeah, there's going to definitely be for some of the <laughs> more uh, inbuilt people, the community should should learn and avoid uh, trusting those uh, those most, uh, you know, toxic individuals, basically.
4: Um, well, they'll be shouting the loudest you know, anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It might be a bit hard to shut them up, but yeah. I mean, and, that's how
0: it is. And you were saying in 2014. Well, that's yeah, how, I mean. That was how it was, right? I mean, like. These are all these ideas
4: of, yeah, Bitcoin being a, yeah, a rouse around government and, you know, being something to free the people, all that kind of stuff. Those ideas were very, very strong in the Bitcoin community back in like 2014 when I was first getting into it. Like that, It was like, we're making a new currency and we're doing it for these reasons that like it wasn't really to get rich. I mean, there was obviously an aspect of that. And people thought that they probably would get rich if they had a bunch of Bitcoin, but then you know you had other people saying like, "Oh no, the Winklevosses have bought a whole bunch of Bitcoin for like a thousand dollars. That's crazy. Like, that's way too high." And you know, it wasn't really about the money. Well, I mean, it kind of was, but yeah,
1: <laughs> it, it was, about <laughs> it, the it was less
0: financial sense.
4: It was it was less about the profit and more about the idea of it. And I, you know, over the years especially with the big bubbles that we've had with like the price runs up and then crashes and runs up and all that you've kind of well yeah and more mainstream attention i guess we've kind of gone away from that and i guess the bch community is trying to stay like close to the root close to its roots but yeah BTC seems to be all about profit at the moment
0: yeah they're, they're kind of gone and that's that's just a critical yeah key thing about it is that the the message has to has to remain since bitcoin's economic value derives from its kind of non-conformist properties right and if you chip away at those nonconformist conformist properties you'll you chip away on its utility and therefore chip away at its value and in the long run the project will will die right so uh it's very very important and that's a huge part of why i started and you know continue this uh podcast is to get those values to as many people as possible we want people to be becoming you know compromising towards our position rather than us trying to compromise to get more people in the door because that's not how how it works we need to just keep moving in the you know in the direction of bitcoin being bitcoin and more and more people jump on as they see that it makes sense and they kind of come around to that way of uh thinking it's not that if we just you know it's like uh if you pl- try to please everyone you please no one right if bitcoin tries to yep. be you know uh okay or to be not what not censored well censored but uh you know amenable to the mainstream it's just gonna have no value at all so we need to we need to keep keep
4: bitcoin bitcoin you know uh, well, yeah i mean as so long as it's and all this kind of stuff it's like it won't die out as long as it's useful and i think it is as the years go on, given like all of the stuff we've seen in recent events, Yeah. Bitcoin itself, PTC, I don't know. It feels like it's getting less useful. Like you can't, a bit harder to send. I mean, it's useful so long as the price goes up kind of thing. And if the price is not going up, then it's not really useful to anyone. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit odd. I guess we'll see. <laughs> the block was kind of continued yeah
0: yeah the block sides were <laughs> in perpetuity until until we win not get defeated basically you know what can you do except bitcoin cash gift gaff if you're listening get get with the program get with the program all right uh community comment of the week two usually we only have one but this week i want to have two because last week we didn't get around to this and i thought it was really important to point out uh, it comes from Mira Hurley. So on Twitter, Mark Valzon, who is being been spreading BCH adoption and like I said, just got funded uh, with a huge flip starter. He posted, what is going on in here in St. Kitts? All paid for with BCH by a local onboarding legend, Sunny. Hashtag cryptocurrency news. And he had these sort of Bitcoin cash. It looks like sort of pillows or kind of uh, Bitcoin cash branded merchandise. And a ton of Bitcoin Cash accepted here uh, stickers. So he has been obviously on the ground kind of spreading around Bitcoin Cash in the real world in St. Kitts recently. And the comment, uh, the key comment comes from this uh, woman, Mira Hurley. So she replied, I'm not even into Bitcoin Cash that much, but this is awesome to see. Love to see crypto adoption being spread. And when I saw this, I thought, "Wow, this is a really, really important comment to see." And the reason is that uh, Mira Hurley, she's big in Nano, and she's you know one of the biggest sort of Nano influences, as it, as it were. Uh, and I've I kind of not really argued, but I've sort of discussed with her a bit on Twitter about okay, BCH <laughs> has these uh, these elements, and Nano has these elements, and she kind of has her you know set of arguments for why Nano is the best uh like better than all coins not even just bch but all like all obviously she always tries to tag into threads where people are talking about bitcoin and say oh but what about nano it's got no fees and it's better for the environment and like these same two or three points right so i discussed with her about some of those points and she you know she was uh really like great about it i'm not saying you know that there was any like problem there but this is pretty key because uh, I think there is several communities smaller than the Bitcoin Cash community, including the Dash community, the Nano community, maybe parts of the Dogecoin community, uh, the BSV community. That are all again, it's sort of they're on board with the idea. They like digital cash, and if you know Bitcoin Cash adoption started popping up in their area, they would they would just join up, you know, straight away, just because they're like, well, you know, their allegiance to their specific coin is far lower than their interest in the idea. And so in this, you know, I I have a very hard time thinking that the Bitcoin Cash community would ever all, you know, agree to swap to Nano, for instance, uh, which is where I think Mira Hurley's kind of got the wrong end of the stick is that she's fighting a bit of a losing battle. But I can see pretty much the whole Nano community (laughs) jumping on board with the Bitcoin Cash community. And that's what the whole thing about network effects is so important, you know? So uh, obviously Bitcoin Cash took a huge uh, loss forking off from BTC in the beginning. It was not done lightly, but uh, in the aftermath, we still are the biggest, you know, payments coin uh, basically. And, and we just need to stay that way because as you can see, you know, from this comment, the other, you know, those other communities will take notice if, if Bitcoin Cash is is crushing it and they will sort of add to the, the swell of uh, adoption. So yeah, I thought that was... Uh, that was really interesting. I don't know if you've got any <laughs> any thoughts on any of that.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that probably the nano people, they would probably disagree with you and say, no, we're not going to join Bitcoin Cash anytime soon. But I, I think you're kind of right in theory that if there was a decentralized, you know, currency that was independent of any government that had low fees that was actually being used on like a global scale for payments and, you know, between people and all that kind of stuff, I think a lot of people would start to say, "Oh, like this one is actually pretty cool. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna jump on board. I know about crypto. I can, I can get involved." Um, I don't know what what point that would actually happen though. I think it would have to be quite big in itself before that started to happen. I guess, but and I don't think Bitcoin Cash is is there yet. But you know, neither is Bitcoin. Neither is Ethereum. None of them are kind of filling that niche now you know we're still just using centralized (laughs) government-backed dollars um so yeah i guess we'll see
0: yeah i mean it's just it's just interesting that because at the moment because cryptocurrency is more of a online phenomenon for a lot of people not everybody but for a lot of people uh you know the internet is very good at allowing sort of parallel tribes right you can well firstly, crypto you know you can have a bit of this crypto and a bit of that crypto and a bit of that other crypto, so it's not like a big uh deal in one sense, but also you know everybody can have their own little twitter threads, they can have their own subreddit, they can have their own forum, they can have their own podcast, you know, and every community can just be doing its its little thing right the where the rubber sort of meets the road is in real life when somebody wants to pay for something and you have two people who both like crypto, but they like different cryptos it's sort of like which one do they end up paying with or do they revert back to you know fiat currency right it's i've seen it happen before where if you have people two people who both like the idea of crypto but they also are very you know set on their coin they would still rather just like dog some somebody else's favorite crypto and try and offer to pay in you know british pounds rather than yeah uh and especially for the ones that are less convenient to use you know and somebody's trying to like give you a whole spiel about you know how it should work and blah blah blah, set up your lightning node and like whatever you know it's just kind of more like dude just give me five pounds and i'll convert it into bch myself you know just sort it out yeah so you know i i I agree we obviously we're gonna have to you know get to a a critical uh critical mass before it really uh makes a difference but uh since bch is sort of leading that that pack in terms of the size in terms of the market adoption and all those things it's just really uh great to see that we're getting recognition from outside the bitcoin cash uh you know community for for putting in uh good work and that 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 will pay off if we can continue that so yeah shout out to mark doing a great job there and also you know shout out to mira for being uh open-minded uh to that as well too maybe I maybe i'll refollow her on twitter i did unfollow her because i was just every single it would be like what this same thread about nano just posted onto onto my timeline over and over and over again but maybe she can get back in my uh Good Maybe gracious. maybe you need to go and check out Nano now. You know? Yeah, well maybe I need to go. Like, <laughs> oh, great job, Nano guys! Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know where's their pillows when they've got pillows. Maybe I'll be go look for
4: some Nano pillows. Let's yeah, they some, probably exist. I'm probably just rooms. not aware of
0: them. Yeah, exactly. All right, and then we got so we got meme of the week coming from Bankless. Uh, this one, <laughs> this one is, I don't think, I think it's, it is literally a meme. I don't think he actually said this. It's pretty funny that he could have said this. I looked for about half an hour. I tried to find videos of Mark Zuckerberg to see if he had actually said this, but the picture is Mark Zuckerberg in a suit looking like his usual robotic self. <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, it's like a CNN, uh, broadcast or something like that uh from new york and it says live and it has the little slide that is underneath when you're on tv and it says you know who you are and what you're talking about it says new name for the humans zuck renames employees metamates so this was actually a a thing this did actually happen uh zuckerberg has metamates uh, decided everyone instead of just being facebook employees as to depersonifying or whatever you know so to promote commute (laughs) like googlers you know to promote uh, spirit He's decided these company Meta, so therefore they should all be Metamates. And oh, the this, this, <laughs> this sub uh, heading here says, uh, you know, Zuckerberg names employees Metamates. And then in quotes, it was either meat bags or this. And we went with this, Mark Zuckerberg. So it's pretty funny already because it's like, what is this uh, name calling your employees meat bags? But I don't know who the hell thought that up, but it's pretty funny. And then Bankless have uh you know screenshotted that or they've or maybe they've edited it, you know, uh to add this joke in, and they've just put good morning meat bags as their tweet. So it's like pretty uh <laughs> funny especially you know in the whole context of uh, <laughs> new name zuckerberg. For the humans yeah. yeah zuckerberg the robot uh kind of meta it's a bit of you know you switch around the letters you get the meat 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 bag people it's being meat bag i don't know this just i when i saw this i just laughed out loud this is this, this is a classic so uh zuckerberg kind of driving his company off a cliff at the moment i don't know that well mate we're gonna have the podcast in the the metaverse <laughs> yeah good question i don't know i have not well tell me about the metaverse because i've not used the metaverse at all i don't as far as i can tell does anyone no need <laughs> like
2: what, what what is going on have i saw guys, Musk
4: was in it for his ad that's about it yeah
2: have you guys seen uh i think it's i know there's one called decentraland but i think there's one recently that came out called just crypto land uh, have you uh, seen this? No. Oh no, man. No at all. I'll send you the ad for it after this. It is one of the cringiest ads I have ever seen in my entire life. It's essentially just metaverse but all crypto themed, right? Their uh their commercials like just like very bait like Nintendo like Wii Me characters on mm. this very shittily rendered uh, island, and they have they they have a uh, there's like this banner there that's I think supposed to be for like an auto dealership or something like that, and it's uh, Nakamotors. Uh, I thought that was kind of clever, but everything they're gonna, else they're going to run
0: like, out of those, yeah, pretty quick. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, the ad was real rough. I know Decentraland is doing like they're selling land parcels or whatever, but I feel like that is going to die like if if the btc crowd and i don't know how like connected they are with the ethereum or like more metaverse type uh crowds but like the the phrase you will own nothing and you'll be happy well you'll own stuff but there'll be digital yeah, things that other people well. have control over
0: it kind of doesn't make sense. i mean i can sort of see the angle like i i, I really like ready player one which was sort of you know that's the that's the idea of the metaverse uh if it you know in its fully realized form in 15 years or 20 years or whatever i mean that is actually a bit dystopian where they are getting a bit wrecked (laughs) in in ready player one as well too but that sort of concept of okay you could have you know it's been the dream since i was a kid man like the whole we had world of warcraft and everybody just thought well wouldn't it be cool if it was world of warcraft but uh for real sort of in a head well not for real, but in a, <laughs> for real. you know in a in a actual you could be inside the game, people already definitely have had those ideas, you know for yeah I, arcs, I, right? I
4: guess, but it, it's it's
0: it's always been like, oh, how
4: can we make the game more immersive I yeah think, I think that's the that's the difference. it's not like oh, I actually just want to live in the game like twenty four seven and yeah. never see anyone or like you can just spend like hours a day, I don't want to play video games hours a day, like I'm not gonna put on some metaverse headset for hours a day just so i can exist in some digital space it's not supposed to be
0: a game it's supposed to be an extension of your life yeah Yeah.
4: well yeah it's it's not even a game why would it go
0: (laughs) but that's what that's one of those things right it's sort of this societal dilemma or whatever where i can see the argument i you know i have some caveats about it but that kind of we already do live live in the metaverse to some extent in the sense that people spend a lot of time on their computers right people sit inside in front of their screen hours a day that's a huge part of their life of you know they have friends that they've never met you know in meat space <laughs> with the meat bags <laughs> uh you know like uh you know all that all that kind of stuff once you add that add add that up you know people play video games and yeah people that they've never met or they just become yeah friends in the bch community for instance that's sort of like a low level of the of the metaverse right there right
4: yeah i guess so that's a yeah it's the low-tech version of that but i kind of like that it's low-tech i don't know i think a lot of people would agree yeah but that, that you know it's 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 getting a bit much now like <laughs> <dial it back laughs> <a bit. laughs> i don't know probably the generation below us is they like, won't care they're, they're loving it and they, they won't care and they're all into building their little roblox cities or whatever they're doing
2: yeah is, is this relevant to like the the uncanny valley like i know that that's more to deal with human styled robots yeah but I feel like we have that same kind of impression depending on how immersive the technology is.
0: Yeah, it could be. I mean, I sort of feel the problem I think with the metaverse is there's not a compelling reason for me to get into it kind of yet. And I mean, it's weird for me to say that because I'm one of those people, obviously I'm pushing crypto adoption. I think like we should, you know, be on the frontiers of what's new and what's happening. And all that sort of stuff. But every time I've looked at this, it, just decentralized. It literally just looks like World of Warcraft to me. It looks exactly like that. And lower maybe quality some rendering. Guy, yeah. Some guy has his NFT of his super sword or whatever. And I'm just like, this looks crap, basically. <laughs> Why would I want I, this? doesn't look fun at all. And maybe I'm just missing it. Maybe it's. You know, <laughs> Jeremy, are you to single?
2: With...
0: Yes, I am. I'll
2: get you a metaverse girlfriend. And then, All right. Well, that's we definitely go, like, something I don't need. <laughs>
4: Tinder in the metaverse. Here we go. Oh, now God. there's a reason to go on. <laughs> yeah,
0: jeez, that's a bad.
4: Or maybe you have to check into your job. At, you know, well, that's that's in the, the metaverse. Thing, right? Yeah, that's that's where you I know, don't know what like, you're doing there, but like
0: I've seen arguments that that's like we do already work virtually, you know, by Zoom and and whatever, right? It's just people saying like, oh, okay, everybody could be in the metaverse having a Company, me, but if you're those crappy little avatars, like I like Zoom where it's actually me, you know, I don't want to be some person without legs and like 2D two, two, well, like, flat face. Like, what is that about?
4: It's like the uh Zoom backgrounds, like, yeah, you can have whatever background you want in Zoom and you can make it have like flashy colors or whatever. Yeah, I don't think anyone at my work, I've done one guy has done it like.
0: It. But sometimes people do it for gag for like 10 seconds, but nobody leaves it on that because everyone's like, yeah, well, I've seen people do it as a novelty and just like,
4: oh, I'm going to change it to be, you know, the opera house behind me or something like that. But no one leaves it like that.
2: So there was the, the judge who accidentally left it as a cat, right? And he was like, I promise (laughs) I'm not a cat. But there's also uh, the VR tubers who just make their whole avatar and their webcam will track their motion to make the motion of the avatar move. But that's been around for like four or five years. Well, it's been popular for about four or five years. So I can see people migrating that to a metaverse style, but that's a niche community already. Yeah, I I guess that's
4: that's the thing. Is this, you know, is Zuckerberg making something that's, going to appeal to a very niche community and the rest of us are going to be like yeah we don't, don't use facebook that, yeah. anymore like all right mate have fun with your company <laughs> your little pretend world <laughs> <laughs> your meat bags you and the meat bags <laughs> like, is, is that what's gonna happen I, I i'm not buying facebook stock anytime soon if i you know definitely not i don't i don't think it's gonna work out well for them but you know i guess they have got plenty of runway plenty of money to burn in the meantime yeah to figure something out that's going to work. well, well. i don't
0: know i think this thing's but this sort of stuff burns money pretty fast though i think oh, uh, that's true if your share well. price starts tanking suddenly uh you know i think that i saw in one of these articles i was looking up trying to find a source for him if, if he'd actually said this because this is the kind of thing i could <laughs> sort of see him saying uh i didn't find a source but i did find somebody was saying there was some like leaked uh internal chat logs or something from facebook of the employees when they got told, Okay, guys, you know, I've renamed the company to Meta and then now it's I think that was kind of whatever. And then uh it turned into a, well, now I'm gonna rename you to MetaMates. And there was some leaked chat log of some, you know, engineer or, you know, uh social media rep or whoever saying something to other people like, guys, are we on a sinking ship here? Is this a-? Well,
4: it's, it's a strange move to publicly come out and say, We're, is, that, is that what happened? We're renaming employees to Metamates? I assume that was some
0: sort of publicity yeah. thing. Well, it was an internal thing that, that oh, okay. Zuckerberg announced to everyone and it turned into an online joke. It's afterwards. A, yeah, I mean, I don't know.
4: Maybe they're just really hyped about it. Who knows? But it, it does seem a bit odd.
0: Seems a bit unnecessary. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Seeing as we haven't really seen much more of the metaverse other than that whatever it was, promotional video that they put out.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, know. it's just kinda of like the internet. It will be shitty to start. I mean that's and probably it's already has improved a lot, you know, and just give it another five or ten I don't know, I just haven't had a compelling reason to to get involved. I got a headset and I tried it and it wouldn't let me log into Facebook and I didn't well, you to pick Facebook. it up again. <laughs> you know i deactivated facebook so long ago and i tried to reactivate it and it said you can't reactivate this it's been too old or something so then i tried to sign up and then it said you can't sign up you already have an account and i was like all right well (laughs) that's the meta the metaverse is not for me (laughs) thanks for that zuckerberg really glad i sent money on that headset so yeah i don't know i think that about ramps up you know wraps up (laughs) the the metaverse for today so george tell us message to the community everyone gets a chance who comes on this show an open platform to talk to the bitcoin cash community let us know to the what community jesus what is what is important what are they doing well what are they doing bad what i don't know what should we be thinking about what is important
4: Jeez, well, I I don't feel like I have any credentials to tell anyone what to do. But... What do you mean? <laughs> you
0: adopted Bitcoin earlier than 99.9% of people listening to this show, mate.
4: Well, maybe, you know, that was by chance more than anything. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, in the case of, well, probably the case of most of the cryptos at the moment, you're just going to have to like hold on while things are a bit shit and a bit you know, low prices and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, that's going to happen, but I'm, I'm sure we'll have a huge bull run at some stage and everyone's going to be loving it and getting into it. And there'll be so much hype and, you know, Doge Bonk will be back and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, message to the community. I, I you know, well, that, that's, I guess that's the message to the community. Like, you know, keep on keeping on. You guys are doing a good job. I'm not really involved, but, uh, you know, there are a lot of people probably in uh, in my position where we just kind of check in every like couple of months. Oh yeah, what's going on? Um, so yeah, keep on keeping on. I'm, I'm... there. You go.
0: Words <laughs> of wisdom. That's a long time Bitcoin for you, right there. You just got to play the long game, and in the end, it'll all uh, it'll all work out. Yeah, definitely uh, support that that sentiment. So that will pretty much do it for the show then as always you can uh send in donations in bch you can check out www.bitcoincashpodcast.com for a start guide and that can just cl- clarify to you all of what's going on in cryptocurrency or you can find faqs there all the archives of all the episodes etc it's all there uh i really want to thank everybody who has donated it's awesome and yeah it really makes my day even if it's five cents uh now a lot of people me five cents but you know just when it pops up in your wallet you're just like this is the best i love cryptocurrency um and uh yeah shout outs for the show is there anybody you want to give a special shout out to george shout outs to the show uh shout
4: outs to charles charles <laughs> our, our friend charles he, he said that he's been uh listening to a couple of the episodes so yeah shout out to charles if he's listening he's also
0: a very very uh early bitcoiner and he was the one who introduced me to bitcoin so this is uh you know who all the listeners have to thank for this entire show (laughs) in the first place Yeah. yeah
4: so uh yeah i guess that's
0: okay shout out to him and uh jet any uh anybody you want to shout out this week i don't know you don't want to mention you don't have any social media or anything you want everyone to uh follow me on strava no no it's <laughs> all <right>. so good <laughs> okay <laughs> i literally have nothing you can follow so you know except strava so there you go early bitcoin a trait number two and uh, <laughs> jet any shout outs for the show can you hear us? no okay no one no one all right fair enough and my <laughs> shout out goes to uh zayn and uh my mate who is in uh London who I saw recently and we had this uh meal and uh at the end of the meal uh the waitress came over and you know, we were sort of paying and I sort of joked, Oh, can I pay in Bitcoin? And she said uh no, but she was kinda a bit interested. So also shout out to her, I think her name was Christina. Uh so I <laughs> said to her, Look, can I just tip you then in uh in in Bitcoin? And she was like, Yeah, I'm down for for that so she just got out her phone and i sent her a little bit of uh, bch uh, and it just all you know went smoothly like it always does whenever this happens but it was just great to see that uh you know people are more and more receptive to it right that kind of idea of yeah. currency is is getting there if you if i d- tried to do that well i think we did try and do that remember there was that guy uh, luke who used to. Give us uh, burgers, <laughs> oh, uh, Luke. whatever it was called. Anyway, shout, we- shout out to Luke. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Luke. I Definitely mean, listening. I would have mad regret if, if he listened to this show because he could have been in like a boss if he'd let us give him some Bitcoin back in the day, but anyway, he didn't do it. And so here we are seven years later and just in that same situation, instead of it being like a, what are you talking about? Or uh, yeah, you're a bit crazy. I'm not interested. It's like, yeah, no, I I think she said, Oh, I'm meaning I've been meaning to look into this and I'm really interested, but I just, you know, hasn't had time and it hasn't come up to me and those kind of uh, in-person experiences connect with people so much more than, even a super bowl ad right is just hype on a screen but when you're there with a real person and you're like look let me just this is a free you know free voluntary exchange and it could replace you know british pounds right the idea is just there's more communicated in that two or three minutes than there could be in you know years of hearing about hype and somebody getting rich and and whatever uh to actually get the idea so yeah shout out to uh zane and uh christina if she's listening um it was great yeah really enjoyed that so uh that will do it for the show i guess and uh thank you all for listening until next time baby. we're coming for you banks i wasn't born last night Another money ain't right but i was coding up the future last night you were busy hating me. But friends online. At the Federal Reserve, still pay check straight out of your purse. Today they got a dollar, tomorrow got nine. You save thirty dollars and your value in decline. The